plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners, and happy December. Can you believe that it is already December 1st? It seems like the days are just shooting by so quickly. This is our informational playground. It is Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and we're brought to the airwaves under the species of Be the Star You Are charity, now in its 23rd year. I am your host and producer, Cynthia Bryan, and we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. So I am so glad that you have joined our party, and we want you to think and act as if you have everything you need to be the writer, producer, director, and star of your own life, because you do. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. You can visit the website at bethestarur.org. And the, um, we are having a, uh, a Santa Day on this Saturday, December 4th, 11 to 2. So check out the website, bethestarur.org. It's all free. It's to you know ring in the Christmas season. And we'll be writing letters to Santa as well as There'll be hot cocoa and coffee and treats and ornaments, and you'll get to have a free photo and with a little frame around it with Santa and his elves. And I just want to thank um, Team Hogs for us for sponsoring this. Mark Hogs team at State Farm Insurance. This is going to be located at 5A Rent a Space in Moraga, California. So just visit our website. And the miracle moment is um, brought to you by Be The Star You Are, as I said, and it's from Benjamin Franklin. The Constitution only guarantees the American people the right to pursue happiness. You have to catch it yourself. I love that. So let's all catch some happiness for this month of December. Well, what we're going to be talking about in today's show, in segment one, I hope that we're all feeling grateful. We've just celebrated Thanksgiving, and now December marks the season of gratitude and giving, and autumn boasts cooler weather and nature's spectacular showcase of colorful leaves on shrubs and trees, so we will be discussing that. We're going to show our appreciation for living. In um, segment two, if you've ever bought a designer bag at a discount price only to find out that it was a fake, how can you protect yourself in the future? How can you reduce your chances of buying counterfeit products? There are some red flags to be aware of, and we're going to discuss how to find out how you can be a more savvy consumer And avoid the scams, especially now that it's the holiday season and you're going to be buying gifts. And did you know that diseases can be diagnosed by smell? Segment three, we are going to talk about 
the sense of smell. Trained dogs and doctors can actually sniff out several maladies. And your bodily scent actually gives off copious information, not only about your health, but about you as a person. I find this fascinating. So I hope that you will too. So, you know, uh, we, we have begun the month of December. And as we begin these celebrations, and we have just finished Thanksgiving, and all the holiday festivities are before us, are you experiencing seasonal sadness or gracious gratitude? There is no doubt that the past, what, 21 months? Is it 21? Is it 22 months? I'm losing track of time have been challenging, isolating, and frightening. Yet, no matter what transpires, things could always be worse. So my attitude is always to focus on the positive and express appreciation for what I have as opposed to what I have not. Now, Be The Star You Are has spent the last 23 years supporting those in need, and our volunteers continue to give back. Uh, We've just finished a very, very big Um, distribution for Operation Disaster Relief, where we gave, we gave um, hundreds, over 400 and something books to uh, people who had survived disasters, as well as we are now doing book distributions to the homeless and to families who will not have gifts for Christmas. Now, yesterday, Tuesday, November 30th, was called Giving Tuesday, which is an international day of supporting the nonprofits that help benefit people and the planet. Giving Tuesday was actually created in 2012 to counteract the spending of Black Friday and Cyber Monday with philanthropic giving to charities in need of support. And it actually started in the United States, and then it spread its way across the world to more than 70 countries. So you might have seen the day branded as hack, you know, hashtag Giving Tuesday, and that emphasized the collaborative power of social media to spread the word. I don't know if you participated, but it's not too late. Anytime in December, give to the charity of your choice because uh, it's been tough for charities these last months, these last almost two years. And uh, it is really up to charities to help so many people in need. And we hope that you will consider Be The Star You Are so that we can continue our outreach programs that support and empower others. You can give through PayPal. You can give through Give Butter campaign. Or, and you can find everything at the website, bethestarur.org. And I just want to give a shout out to personally thank all of our volunteers and supporters for being part of Be The Star You Are family because everyone counts, everyone is appreciated, and we really do want to make a difference. So we express our gratitude, and we hope that you will too. Now, Henry Ward Beecher said, gratitude is the fairest blossom which springs from the soul. And this makes me want to just go into the garden. So, you know, after, although I do feel thankful every day that I walk on this earth, every morning that I get up and put two feet on the ground, as so many of us do, my heart is overflowing with appreciation. But more so now, because again, these times have been tough. And throughout these times, My garden has been my sanctuary, my refuge, and the place where I can recharge. 
Autumn is absolutely a splendid season with cooler weather and nature's spectacular showcase of colorful leaves on shrubs and trees. I mean, the maples, the Japanese maples, the tallow, the crepe myrtle, the pistache, the Chinese pistache, that is, the liquid amber, the beech, the black gum, the sumac, aspen, dogwoods, the tupelo, the red oak. There's so many species that are just magical and their leaves metamorphose from green into vibrant reds and yellows and oranges, purples, crimsons, brown, russet, tan, browns, scarlet. It's like you name the colors. And during the growing season, the green in the leaves is a product of the chlorophyll using sunlight to manufacture sugars to feed the tree. And many people wonder, why do the leaves turn all these colors when fall hits? Well, the answer is, As the weather cools with shorter days and longer nights, biochemical changes allowing a painter's palette of vibrant and muted hues start happening. The most stunning displays happen after a succession of sunny, warm days that are followed by crisp and cool nights. And it's actually moisture in the soil that is also a very beneficial factor It can either delay or it can speed up the color. So there's so many things going on in nature. And that really really makes a difference. Now, my trees were only beginning to change colors a few weeks ago. And now it seems most of the trees have fallen and they're carpeting the lawn and the patio and the driveway in a very thick layer. My husband was so anxious to clean up the leaves. And I actually had to beg him to not put the leaves in the green bin because fallen leaves are great for the compost pile and they act as a natural fertilizer for other plants. So here's what you actually need to know about fallen leaves. Keep them in your garden. Uh, Every day when I'm driving around, I see um, garden service people raking leaves or blowing leaves and putting them into plastic bags or throwing them in to the bin. And every time it's like, I want to stop and say, could I have these? (laughs) Because they're just so good for compost and people just don't realize how important they are. So we can actually reduce emissions from landfills by managing the leaves, by leaving them around the root zones of plants and shrubs and trees. They will suppress the weeds. They'll provide shelter for beneficial insects. They'll maintain the moisture. They'll control temperature. And most of all, they return nutrients to the soil, which plants will reuse. There are microorganisms that help small leaves decompose quickly. Now, larger leaves like magnolias may need to be mowed to break them up, or if you don't want to do that, those are the ones that you could put in the recycle, not the recycle, in the green bin, uh, because that would be in, that would be better than um, you know just throwing them in your garbage. But according um, to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, in 2018. Over 10.5 million tons, 10.5 million tons of yard trimmings were deposited in landfills, which produced copious amounts of greenhouse gas. So we can stop producing some greenhouse gas by just taking that, that simple 
um, that simple chore of it's not even a chore, just of raking your leaves and spreading them around in your garden. If they're too thick, you don't want you know to suffocate your plants, but you can or just put them in the compost pile to let them decompose. Now, if you have a garden service, as I was talking about, you want to deter them from blowing leaves into the street because the drains can be clogged and the water quality in our waterways can be compromised. So you want to encourage these garden providers to create a pile of this organic material, which will naturally break down, and then it can be used as free compost in your garden. Now, since the downpour of our recent bomb cyclone and atmospheric river that we had here in California, mushrooms of many sorts have sprouted. Now, it is tempting to want to harvest the fungi for a delectable holiday recipe, but unless one is an expert mycologist, it's wise to purchase your mushrooms from a trusted source, as many of the 11,000 species that grow in North America are poisonous and deadly. When I was growing up on our farm and um, we were one of the things we always did is we always scavenged for for different plants and mushrooms. So we would go and we would we had many different kinds of mushrooms that grew in the not just in the orchards but in the pastures and under oak trees and and my parents knew which were the good ones and which weren't. And when I was young, I knew which were the good ones and which weren't. Which weren't. But then. We had a friend who also was very knowledgeable, who somehow got a couple of bad ones in their basket of mushrooms and uh, died. And so I have to say from that point on, I have decided that I am no longer harvesting wild mushrooms until I take some kind of course and I become an expert of which I am not. (laughs) Now, persimmons, pumpkins, and squash supply a part of the cornucopia of colorful edible produce that is healthy and delicious for any autumn feast. And they are ripe and ready right now. There are few you persimmons. You can slice them thin. Um, they add a panache to fall salads and they make a really crunchy, tasty snack. They kind of are, I call them apple persimmons because they kind of taste like a cross between an apple and cinnamon. And then the hachia persimmons, they have to be so soft. They have to be almost mushy before they will release their sweetness. If you dare to try to bite into one when it is not all the way ripe, you will regret it. Your mouth will pucker up, and it's really hard to get that taste out of your mouth. But they, once they're ripe, they are so delicious as a fresh dessert or You can make them into a pudding, a cake, a bread. My favorite thing actually is to scoop out the interior and put it in plain yogurt. And I think it's wonderful. You could do it into sour cream or whipped cream or anything. But pumpkins and squash are called superfoods because they boost your immunity and increase your intake of vitamins and minerals, including vitamin C, magnesium, vitamin B6, potassium, vitamin E, folate, fatty acids, and other micronutrients. And along with gourds, they can also create a stunning display on your table. So while we're still in fall, you might as well still be decorating a bit with fall. And although many people may disagree, um, I am actually grateful for the wild turkeys that go gobble, gobble, gobble. (laughs) And 
grace my grounds. Um, the wild turkeys actually eat all the fallen rotten fruit that has fallen to the ground. They fertilize the orchard with their excrement. And um, they actually respond to my attempts to talk turkey. In other words, they really do amuse me. So as I look out on my fall garden, I am comforted by the tranquility and the colors of the vegetation and the changing of the season. And mostly I am just thankful to be alive and healthy. And this year, the ability to actually celebrate hopefully the holidays with family and friends Along with all the wild animals that are going to be um, that are in my property, you know, the deer, the squirrels, the raccoons, the skunks, the turkeys, and all the other critters. And in fact, lately it's been the cows. They they broke through the fence and they've been in the, in the backyard. Now, with the shopping season in full spring, give the gifts that keep on giving. And you may want to purchase any of my award-winning books. Uh, you can find them at CynthiaBryan.com. You can click on books or click on the Star Style store. The profits will benefit the literacy and arts and culture charity, Be the Star You Are. And you will also receive a plethora of additional gifts with every purchase so that it w- you can put them all under the Christmas tree and everything will be organic. And then just another reminder that if you are going to be in this area of California, this week to come and visit us at our Santa Day. And again, you can find that at the website at Be The Star You Are. So I hope that you are celebrating being alive, being grateful. I wish you a happy gardening and a happy growing. And when we come back from break, we are going to talk about how to steer clear of the fakes and Stay away from counterfeit items as you do your holiday shopping this year. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And I'll be right back. And I hope you'll be back with me. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is Well, we are back, and I'm so glad that you are still with me here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am Cynthia Bryan, and we are coming to you live on the Voice American Network. Now, I don't know about you, but during the pandemic, if I needed something, I started purchase things online. Before the pandemic, I actually didn't. I really bought just about everything at a local store here, and I do like to support all our local businesses. But when the pandemic hit, it was just so much easier to search for something online, buy it, have it delivered, um, and you know, I just felt I didn't have to uh, put on a mask or go out or, you know, mingle with people or anything. However, with that being said, the chances of buying counterfeit products that uh, you don't even know that they're counterfeit online is exponentially risen when you do it online. So how can you reduce your chances of buying a fake because so many people are purchasing things online. And, you know, I get—I think the old adage is true. If it looks too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. But online shopping has absolutely surged. And that means that the sales of counterfeit products have surged as well. U.S. Customs and Border Protection, that's the agency that monitors imports into the country, they seized one Point nine billion billion with a B worth of knockoff goods in a recent seven month period, and that was up from one point three billion in the prior full year. So that is a really big jump. And the items that were most often seized were handbags, wallets, clothing, footwear, watches, jewelry, and electronics like headphones and smartwatches. Now, some of those nabbed fakes were pandemic-related products such as face masks or COVID-19 test kits and even hand sanitizer. And while many uh, counterfeits are sold online, they also are showing up at the flea markets and sometimes they're even in retail stores. So how do you spot them? I mean, it can be difficult to spot Even worse, some of them, especially electrical products, auto parts, contact lenses, and cosmetics, if you buy these and they aren't the real deal, you could be putting your safety at risk. So you really need to protect yourself and take some precautions. So here are the precautions that are recommended um, by the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. First of all, buy from reputable sellers. So one of the golden rules for any retail transaction is to focus on whom you buy from as much as on what you buy. And that has to also be like, even if you're shopping at um, an online retailer like Amazon, where it says also available from, and it lists other resellers, those could be fraudulent. So you have to really do your due diligence. So when you're buying a brand name product, it is so much better to buy directly from known national retailers. Like if I want to buy something from Apple, if I, 
I had to buy a new computer recently. Well, I went straight to the Apple Store and bought it on the app, from the Apple Store. If I need a new iPhone, I'm going to buy it from Apple. I'm not going to get it from a second, you know, some second hand because I don't know if it's if it's going to work or if it's not going to work. So if you choose a smaller vendor, including these third party uh, third party marketplace sellers on sites like on Amazon or Walmart, you really have to comb through the user reviews and the return policies, and you have to see if the the product is being shipped from China, because eighty percent of the fakes are originating from China and from Hong Kong. And you've got to be especially wary of small companies that advertise on social media sites because that's where a huge majority of the fraud lies. Um, I know my when my daughter uh, went on her honeymoon to Thailand, she came back with a little blue bag that said Tiffany on it with a necklace that had stars on it for me. Now, she knew, uh, she knew when she bought it that it was a fake. Uh, and and she gave it to me saying, Mom, this is a fake. Uh, and But she said it was so funny when she bought it because the vendor in Thailand who sold it at some ridiculously cheap price um, kept saying, oh, no, no, it's the real thing. It's the real Tiffany's. And you could tell by the bag that was just a little off color and, you know, the quality of the necklace wasn't, but it was stars. And, and everybody who knows me knows I love anything with stars. And it, it was fun. I kept the bag and I still have the little necklace. But she said the funny part was is how they just kept insisting it was the real thing. So the other thing is you want to seek, seek out sites that are going to guarantee a product's authenticity. And especially if you're buying something that is considered a luxury good, the authentication program that eBay uses, for example, applies to a select high-end handbags and watches, as well as certain sneakers. Now, if you've ever looked at the prices of, um, of handbags that are you know, our major labels, if you're looking at a Chanel bag or a Gucci or something, they are crazy. And just the same with shoes. I mean, thousands of dollars. So the products that pass inspections have an authenticity guarantee badge on their listings. And you also want to check the brand website. So you could go to Coach or you could go to Rolex or any other manufacturer and they'll have detailed guides to help you get the real deal. Or they offer their own certificates of authenticity. So in my opinion, if you're going to spend a lot of money on something, go to the site of the brand as opposed to getting it from a third party. It, it might be tempting to get, you know, a Kate Spade shoe or watch or whatever um, at a discount. But maybe it's not the real thing. So then you need to learn to recognize the red flags. And I was talking about super low prices. Super low prices are the biggest danger sign. And any fraud expert will tell you that. Um, we, we need to combat counterfeits. But if something is super low, it was probably, it's either a counterfeit or it was stolen. If you might have read in the newspaper that here in California lately, it was right before Thanksgiving, um, there were gangs. I mean, it would be like a, 
a caravan of thieves, like 80, and then where I live, not too far, about 20 miles from where I live, um, a gang of about 80 thieves um, went to a Nordstrom's in the middle of the day, pepper sprayed people that were shopping and ran off with thousands and thousands of dollars of goods. I mean, it was obviously a very well-orchestrated um, endeavor because there were so many of these guys. They caught three or four of them uh, and out of 80. So I don't know what the next step's going to be. But obviously, they were they had already scoped out the place. They knew what they were going to steal. And then they made off with all the designer bags and designer things, which they're probably going to try to sell at uh, a flea market or, you know, maybe a Sunday market or probably online. So even if something is has a slightly lower price, that can be a sign that you're not dealing with a legit retailer. And another way to spot sketchy listings is to download the fake spot extension for Chrome or Firefox bros, uh, browser, browsers. browsers. If you go to fakespot.com, you can download this extension. And then when you're shopping online at Amazon, Walmart, eBay, and several other sites, you will be warned about suspicious reviews, which could help you avoid counterfeits. So make sure you always read those reviews. And another browser expansion is from reviewmeta.com. It's R-E-V-I-E-W-M-E-T-A.com. And it does the same thing on Amazon. One sure way to protect yourself is to pay with a credit card. So if you receive a counterfeit product or you don't even receive a product at all or the seller is unresponsive, you can then contact the card issuer and dispute the charge. For, with most cards these days, um, there is no, if somebody has um, sold you something counterfeit, usually there's no charge to you if you dispute it and it turns out that they are fraudulent. Sometimes there could be, you might be responsible for a maximum of $50, but it's certainly better than having to pay several hundred dollars or several thousand dollars to somebody. So never wire the money, never pay cash, never write a check. Uh, And of course, if somebody is emailing you or calling you and telling you've just won some great uh, cruise or some great award or first prize and something... You know, um, just throw it away, don't answer the phone, hang up, whatever. Now, you need to really inspect the merchandise when you do get it. That's also crucial. You want to look for shoddy workmanship and materials. And if you're buying a product advertised as new, beware of packaging that doesn't appear authentic or it lacks any safety seals. Like I said, that Tiffany bag, the color was not the aqua blue. I mean, it was an aqua blue, but it wasn't the Tiffany aqua blue. There's definitely a different sheen to that bag. So you you have to be careful. Uh, and, and if you're traveling, if you're traveling in Asia, just know that that is where, again, 80% of all the fakes are created and sold. And you can end up with a lot of um, poor merchandise. Now, if you want a fake, 
you just want something that's going to, you know, look look like it's a Louis Vuitton or something. Um, just pay accordingly and know it. I know when I was in New York, there were just street sellers that were selling all these uh, quote unquote Louis Vuitton bags for twenty dollars and thirty dollars, you know, tote bags, wallets, purses. And there's no way that you'd be able to buy buy a Louis Vuitton for that price. So you know that it's a fake, even though these guys that were selling it were like, oh, no, these are real. These are real. Look at. And they supposedly had these authenticity uh, tags with them, but they weren't the real the weren't the real thing. But, you know, again, if you can get if you know that it's a fake and you're fine with spending just, you know, 20, 30, 40, a small amount to get something that's a fake that looks pretty darn good because they can look, some of them can look really good, then that's fine. But if not, if you're buying a product advertised as a a brand, as a designer something or other, uh, and as new, you really want to check it very, very carefully. Check for any off or weird smells. And we're going to talk about smells in the next segment, but that's another one. And, um, you know, it's interesting, you could buy, um, if you're online and you're even buying personal products, that is a scary thing. Because, Like, you know, if you're buying creams, face creams, or Latisse is another one. Latisse is for eyelashes to help you grow. You do not want to get ones that are fake because it could be dangerous. So uh, the tip-off sometime is the fragrance, which is different from one that you might get at a salon or at a legitimate store. And then finally, if you do get a fake, if you get ripped off at all, you want to report the incident by calling 1-800-BE-ALERT. That is B-E-A-L-E-R-T. Or you can go to the reporting system that is at the U.S. Customs and uh, Border Protection but that um, that might be a little bit harder for you to find, and that's a government organization. And for more information on avoiding fakes, you could just go to stopfakes.gov. That's stopfakes.gov. So again, to report any fakes, call 800-BE-ALERT. And to avoid fakes, if you just want to check out where the fakes are coming from or what are the newest ones, go to stopfakes.gov. Okay, well, I hope that you do not get taken advantage of while you're out there shopping. Just remember to be aware, buy from reputable sellers, get your backup by seeking out sites that are going to guarantee a product's authenticity. recognize all those red flags that I told you about, especially if it's the price is too low or it just sounds too good to be true. Just know it is too too good to be true. Then always pay with a credit card so that you have a backup system in order if you get a counterfeit that you can um, at least report it and you, can, um, you can dispute the charge. Inspect the merchandise when you get it. You're looking for shoddy workmanship, shoddy materials, weird smells, weird packaging, or the lack of safety seals, or anything that doesn't appear authentic. 
And finally, if you do end up with something that you think is counterfeit, report the fakes. 1-800-BE-ALERT or check out stopfakes.com. And I think this at this time of year, it's not a good idea to be buying, you know, pricey items at flea markets or just regular markets or in any online store that is not the um, is not the website from the brand. So I hope that helps you have a safer holiday shopping experience. And when we come back in our next segment, we are going to talk about smell because we can learn so much about who we are and if we are healthy or not just by our smell. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I will be back very soon. And I know you'll be here, too. And during the break, why don't you visit CynthiaBryan.com. Check out my book. See if you want to buy anything. They'll get autographed, and you'll get a lot of free goodies. Don't go away. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. As you know, I am called the goddess gardener, and I just really love being outdoors. But there are many, many benefits for you to go outside. Studies show that spending time outdoors decreases levels of hormone cortisol, it lowers the blood pressure, and it reduces other markers of stress. So relaxation is your reward. Now, exercise is a critical pillar of optimum health, and by going outside, you are encouraged to get up and move. You can hike, you can bike, garden, swim, stroll. Physical activity is paramount for good health. Your mood will be lifted when you spend time in green spaces. Forest bathing for reducing depression and anxiety is an easy prescription for health. The beauty of nature lowers our levels of inflammation in the body. You can just experience the awe. Now, pollution is the culprit for many illnesses, including respiratory problems, cancer, and heart disease. So go outside and breathe in the fresh air. Add these nature prescriptions to your daily routine, and you will have a better personal and business life. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. 
be the star you are dot org dare to care Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, I am back. This is Cynthia Bryan. And I was really fascinated to read about what smell says about us Uh, because our body is constantly emitting information about, you know, what our diet is, our emotions, our age and our health, as well as our suitability as a mate. And I never really stopped to think about it. But I was reading the Wall Street Journal and they did a thing about smell. And I thought, wow, I have to... I have to uh, incorporate this into one of the shows. So what does your body smell really reveal about you? Well, it turns out it reveals a lot. And it is so interesting because, as I said, it can kind of, your smell can tell you what your age is, what you're eating, how you're feeling, um, how robust your immune system is. And even if you're getting sick, and if so, with which disease, and that even includes the COVID-19, it can even reveal whom you might marry. Now, that to me was shocking. What? You can smell who I'm going to marry? This is crazy. Okay, so your body is constantly radiating information, and this information leaks into the air as smells, and exactly how we detect and interpret smells remains a mystery. That's the thing they don't really know yet, but everybody, every body has a unique scent, and your body scent consists of three layers, and they all emanate from the skin. So at the surface level, we fight stink with deodorants, and we shower. And the middle level stems from the cultural factors, like what our diet is and our environment. And then beneath those levels, under layers of sweat and lotions and whatever we ate for dinner, you're going to find a person's baseline smell. And that smell is what is unique to you. It's like a thumbprint, actually. And it actually telegraphs surprisingly detailed information about your health. Now, the key to this personal smell signature is our major, um, it's a very complex. It's actually called the MHC or our MHC genes. And they are the most variable in all of nature. So everyone, unless you have an identical twin, has a unique set of these MHC genes. Now, your cluster of 50 MHC genes forms the underlying genotype for your body's immune system. And that phenotype, that means how your genes express themselves to the world, is emitted as your body's baseline scent. And because MHC genes are co-dominant, which means that each parent's gene contributes just a bit towards their child's immune system. Now, a big reason a particular mate smell attracts us is that their MHC genes 
and the immune systems the genes control differ from yet complement our own. Now, this isn't something I ever thought about. I'm going to have to go smell my husband some more and see what 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 is different and what complements my own. Of course, um, mating by smell is as complex as humans are, and mating among humans isn't exclusively about the potential for procreation. So, although it's less well studied, bodily smell plays a key role, especially in homosexual mating. So when asked in one study to sniff T-shirts worn by a gay or a straight man, gay men identified and preferred the smell of other gay men. And the same held true for, for lesbians. Uh, isn't, isn't that fascinating? I mean, I would have never really thought that. So you are recognizable by your smell from birth. And study after study confirms that mothers and babies know each other first by smell. There was an experiment that clinicians exposed newborns to a pad saturated with their mother's breast smell and another that was unscented. And the majority of the newborns moved toward the pad that smelled of their mother. So mothers learn their own baby smell incredibly quickly. And in one study, brand new mothers were asked to sniff three baby undershirts and identify their child. 90% of the mothers correctly identified their offspring. And that was even though they'd spent only 10 minutes total with their newborn since birth. So this study was done with new mothers. They had just given birth. And... 90% got the smell of their own baby correctly. And having had two kids, um, I can say that babies do have a unique smell. And I think I remember when my kids were little, I used to worry about, oh, my gosh, if they got lost, you know, in, I don't know, some horde of little babies, how would you recognize them? And I used to think, well, I would smell them. So I guess I kind of knew that smell said something. Now, fathers also are good in the smelling department. There was another study of 15 mothers and 12 fathers, and they were asked to sniff bottles of amniotic fluid and choose the one that belonged to their child. Now, of the 15 mothers, 12 of the mothers got it right. And of the fathers, 11 out of 12 chose correctly. So the fathers actually chose more correctly than the mothers. So you're probably wondering how does smell work? Well, the smell molecule, which is an odorant, travels, you know, that's why we have deodorant. <laughs> so it decompresses the odor that we're doing. So the, the smell molecule travels up your nose to the olfactory where the olfactory neurons detect it and receptor proteins inside the neurons, they will bind to it. How this binding works is really a riddle. People, the scientists are still working on that. The shape of the smell molecule seems to determine which receptor type it's going to bind to, like a key fitting into a lock. But we have 400 receptor types for distinguishing among countless millions of smells. So obviously there's so much more that we need to understand And once the binding is accomplished, the receptor fires a signal to the olfactory bulb, 
which encode that signal, and then they pass it to the olfactory center, which is in the brain's cortex. Are you following all this? So your baseline smell signals your individuality and your immune system's robustness. And there are fluctuations in that smell, and that can reveal whether you're getting sick. In one study, participants were injected um, with a fluid, a toxin that actually provokes a swift, strong immune response. And the control group was injected with just salt water. Four hours later, researchers collected both groups' T-shirts and... Um, and they sliced out the armpit area. Now, researchers asked other participants to rate the, the, uh, the scraps' smells for healthiness, you know, and they had other factors they wanted to rate them to. So the sweat of the toxin-injected subjects was deemed more intense, less pleasant, and less healthy-smelling because it was a toxin that was injected, right? So diseases can be diagnosed by smell. Now, a trained doctor, and as we know, trained dogs, can they can sniff out malaria, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, melanoma, and even breast and lung cancer. In a November 2020 preprint study, a French-Lebanese team trained 18 dogs to sniff out COVID-19 and tested their two best-performing dogs in an airport trial. The canines sniffed out negative results with 100% accuracy and positive cases with a 92% accuracy. So that is pretty great that they were able to sniff out COVID-19 after some training. So diagnosis via bodily smell isn't new. In pre-modern times, healers knew that typhus made sufferers' bodies smell like a fresh uh, baked brown bread. Uh, Tuberculosis smelled of stale beer, and the plague smelled of overripe apples. So shift in your body's scent even reveal your emotions. In one study, research collected sweat from male participants while they watched a movie designed to elicit either disgust or fear. As in most smell studies, the experiment, the men followed a protocol using only scent-free detergents and personal care products and avoided smoking alcohol, smelly foods, and contaminants. And then they were exposed, the female participants, to these sweat things. And feelings of fear and disgust expressed themselves involuntarily in well-known Um, patterns of facial expressions and eye movements and the women exposed to fear smells registered that fear pre-verbally in their face and eye movements as did disgust for the women exposed to the disgust smells so that's so fascinating we can smell happiness too so a lot of us are hugging again and for a long COVID induced hiatus that is so great so the next time you embrace a friend you might want to sniff them because you are inhaling a lot of information about them, their mood and what they ate for dinner and their health and even the distinctive stamp of their personhood. So it's all in your friend's bodily scent and it is invisible in the air. So I'm going to start smelling people more. They're going to think I'm weird, but um, gosh, if you smell things that smell like fresh fresh baked bread, we better be careful. That could be... um, that, that could be typhus or tuberculosis is stale beer. 
Well, thanks for being great listeners and allowing me to come into your life every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. right here on the Voice America Network, Pacific Time. I really enjoy bringing you the information and hopefully can help change your life for the better. For more information about Be The Star You Are, visit us at bethestarur.org. For more information about me or to buy any of my books, visit CynthiaBryan.com. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment because it's all we have. We never know what tomorrow is going to bring. And I hope that you will read a book this week and buy a book to give as a gift because books are the gifts that keep on giving. So until next week when we will be celebrating together once again, Right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, on the Voice America Network Live. Just remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are, but make sure to be your unapologetically authentic self. Have a wonderful week. Be grateful, show the gratitude, show the love, and get ready for a very happy holiday. Have a great week, and we'll be together next Wednesday. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you are, the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.